Welcome to the Human Size Leadership Podcast. I'm Zach. And I'm Crystal. And today we are going to talk about assumptions and why we need to realize that they exist. Yeah, so stop. Stop assuming. Stop it. Yeah. Right? Isn't that the answer? Yeah. Just be better. No, that's the opposite <laughs> of our podcast. <laughs> well, it's kind of it's kind of true. Be better, but like we can do it in a human, humble, reasonable way. <laughs> Welcome to the Do Better podcast. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, assumptions, uh, Crystal, they've gotten me in a lot of trouble. Uh, mm-hmm. My assumptions have um, at times gotten me in trouble in relationships. At times they've gotten mm-hmm. me in trouble in my business. I mean, pretty much any area of my life I've been in trouble with assumptions. Yeah, they've caused me a lot of just like personal strife that no one else has had to, like in my own head too. Like assumptions just take a lot of energy when they're out of control and cause relational strife. Yeah. But what are they, Zach? What are we even talking about when we talk about assumptions? We're talking about, um, you know, at my place of business, I explain it to my employees a little differently. We call it meaning making, but it's Mm. basically when you see something, you see fact, but we, we as humans, naturally, we make meaning out of the situation, right? Mm -hmm. We, we make a record. So if you see two individuals yelling, at each other that you do not know. Let's just say you're seeing two people yelling at each other. You are making a meeting. You could say, wow, they're in a big fight. Um, right. Yeah. They could be acting out of a scene of a movie right on your street. You just don't right. know. Right. Yeah, I'm sure that's what's happening. Um, but <laughs> that is how rumors get started. That is how assumptions that are incorrect. Uh, and I was thinking, you know, as we were processing this and I was thinking about the subject, assumptions are come out of a normal processing method. You know, we as people as humans, even, even animals do this, but like, you have to, you have to take in the information that's around you, um, and process it and like make an action plan. I think we're humans are more dynamic than any other creature, right? Is that we have that spiritual relationship and human relationship with others. And there's this whole nuance and dynamic to all that's underneath. Like we're kind of ridiculously complex, right? Like we may do something, and there's not really a lot of logic behind what drove us to do that. There's emotion, there's past experience, there's baggage, there's there's assumptions that may or may not be true that we've... So um, there's this whole ball of craziness in being human, but assumptions really are part of the basic that we have to take in information and process. But what we want to really look at is like, how do we make sure those assumptions aren't driving us and that we're doing that in a healthy way and not putting meaning where meaning has not been validated, right? Or we don't know that's true. Yeah. So the reframing of success, if you're trying to not, what I hear you saying, Crystal, if you're trying to not like not assume, (laughs) Like, mm-hmm. I've heard people say that don't assume um, with the little line after that. I won't repeat, um, but that is human nature. That's an impossible goal. Yeah. Uh, the key is to, you know, what we're, we're again, what we do in this podcast is we reframe success. So the reframing of success, we're, what we're saying is that success is being aware of the assumptions you make mm-hmm. and then yeah. finding out whether it's real or not. Because um, in the yeah. in the pre-record we were talking about uh, how we fall into different assumptions. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm in a relational conflict with someone, my assumption is that I've done something wrong, right? Um, and I and that can sound 
like a, maybe a humble perspective. It's, I assure you, it is not, <laughs> um, it, it's more of a dysfunctional perspective that as a middle child, right. <laughs> maybe, yeah. um, maybe yeah. that's where it happened, where I screwed up, but, um, <laughs> that I automatically assume, Oh wait, I shouldn't have stood up for myself. Um, cause now right. there's a rift in the relationship. Do you think that hyper-focus on that when you have those situations where your assumptions lean that way comes to you from just your personality type being more, um, very, uh, reflective of yourself, you know, like, you know, am I good enough? And what, are, you know, you very have that weight on you, like where you're always seeing the negative in yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it comes out of maybe, maybe that, maybe that is the truth. I'm not sure. But in relationships, we know there is like on this podcast, Crystal and I are recording this together. I have a part. She has a part. And then the Holy Spirit has a part. And I think it's mm-hmm. um, so there's part where it is truth that, that that maybe I could have worded something differently. Uh, but then I take it to an unhealthy overcompensation of like okay. other parts are now my fault. Mm-hmm. And um I don't know where that comes from, but I do know it's an unhealthy place. Right. And something to be recognized. And I see like yeah. where I make assumptions. I, I struggle with it too. I think it, it definitely comes out in a different reaction internally and externally. I know it's been reflected to me that I feel like I defend very quickly. <laughs> and obviously that's coming out of assumptions because I'm assuming that blame or something's been put on me that I I'm not ready to take, but I don't go to the, um, what did I do wrong? I go to like, what needs to be fixed and like, let's get over it and let's, you know, address the problem, but overly aggressively without actually stopping when I'm in an unhealthy place without stopping to say what caused, what is actually going on here? Why are you saying this? I do assume it's almost like I have this radar in my unhealthy part of me, like wanting to see where, where someone's going to accuse me of something and shoot it down. (laughs) (laughs) And so like, let's just take care of that. And even in the humble part where like, I am often the first to apologize. Um, but it comes out of more of a, like, I want to get this over with and do my part though. There is genuineness. I'm, I'm not like ingenuine just doing it that way. But I think if I'm honest with myself in the past, my, my motivation has been to resolve and fix, not to reflect on like what really happened. And that's where I'm growing. Like what, who, what was really the root of the tension here? Um, instead of just trying to get the resolution. Yeah. And what, what's interesting as you were talking about that, I was thinking, yes, your reaction, you know, cause we've been in relationship long enough that you and I have had conflict mm-hmm. and the, and when the fact that I know that you get defensive out of the gate, that's your natural tendency. Um, mm-hmm. I know not to judge, not to assume that you're not listening. Yeah. Because uh, what I've observed in our relationship is you'll go back and you'll actually think about it after the fact, and then we'll have a follow-up convers- yeah. conversation, yeah. right? Uh, where I am more, um, I'll take all the blame, right? So someone could, someone could see my reaction as, oh, he's really listening to me. Um, but sometimes after the fact, my justification and my rage comes later. So yeah, you right? go on so, the back end. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So even in the assumption of where I'm apologetic and very sincere in that moment, um, someone could go, oh, he's a great listener. He's really teachable. I may uh-huh. not be. Um, there's certain areas where I am not teachable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially if it's so a even, sensitive area. Yeah. Right. Right. Even in that, there's there's assumptions on the reaction. Um, so like I have a 
my daughter's going to be 14. And there's something that happens when a, when a child becomes a teenager where like their brain separates from their eyes and all of a sudden they roll to the back of their head when they're getting oh. corrected. Right? <laughs> and so they have a surgery for that now. Yeah, I would, I wish they did. Um, yeah. but, um, she's in this eye roll stage and I have to really not assume that she's not listening in that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> it could be totally distracting. Uh, I know if she listened to me or not in an hour or two. Right. right. So instead of like getting upset and kind of making more relational distance by, by reacting to that reaction, you've learned to recognize people's processing, um, method. (laughs) We'll say that for better, for worse. Um, it kind of reminds me of a, um, like, it's funny. It's so fun to hear our kids like observations of us. And my daughter made this great observation once of my husband's much more like, yeah, fun. (laughs) Very, very fun. But, um, as you know, my husband is like, is in kind of the same, the same space as your wife with the processing speed of like, and, and wanting to be peace, make everything peaceful and wanting to kind of withhold and compartmentalize and, um, just let it, it plays out much slower. Right. But he's very, when it gets to something he believes in, he's very strong about it and he will speak up mm-hmm. when it hits that mark. So it's more of that slow burn. So my daughter, um, she was expressing how, how we kind of work and she goes, you both feel like you're holding an atom bomb, but like mom, you're like calling the news and you're saying, I'm going to press the button. <laughs> and like, and like, dad's like hiding it under the table and he's just like waiting for that moment. But I was like, what an interesting reflection of what conflict feels like in our yeah. house. But, I'm going to um, do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to press yeah. the button. <laughs> what I think is cool about like talking from our different perspectives and having our experience of, you know, working in a situation together as team members and having conflict and working through it. I think what I learned from our particular working relationship was that I, we could have conflict and I knew it would always get resolved because of um, you would process and come back or maybe it was because you gave me that space. And I think I, I would give you credit for that because I see that in your other relationships. That was something that there was always that trust that you would come back and look for truth and, and look for not just resolution to get over the situation, but I, you you have um, a natural pull to understand people and to come back to that relational side of it. And I think I've seen that I I've experienced that. And that taught me a lot about the trust of conflict um, where uh, it's great to hear your side of it too, that you you're recognizing that when someone blows up, that there's not, there's more behind it and not taking that necessarily mm-hmm. as personal as you, you could in the moment. So, yeah. Yeah. So in, in reframing success, being aware of those assumptions um, and asking questions to root out if the sum assumptions are true or not, because the, uh, the more we know someone, the more we have experience with some, someone, mm-hmm. honestly, more often than not, uh, I'm going to throw this out there. It's maybe right. Our assumptions are probably right. Right. Yeah. We, we know people a little better. And so most of the most of the time we can get a better gauge on our assumptions. It doesn't mean all of the time. And the more yeah. history there is, sometimes those assumptions, um, as we were talking in the pre-record, um, both of us have coached marriages. Um, mm-hmm. And when a marriage isn't doing well, assumptions become all negative. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and and it and it spirals down. Um, yeah. where a marriage that's healthy and doing well and assuming good motives, um, it's spiraling up. Right. Yeah. And I think a caution to that too, when you're so comfortable with someone, I think we become 
lazy maybe in that if we, even yeah. if we were good at one time at trying to figure out what they're thinking, we kind of start to assume and people change over years, you know, and people are going through things. And so like, I think often it's harder to catch that we're assuming and not investigating what's really going on in some side, someone when they're really close to us as well. So just a question yeah. there. Yeah. And while we're on that as a leader, when, when you're leading an organization and someone's not performing at the highest level, mm-hmm. you, Oh, I have made poor assumptions where, Oh, they're lazy or they don't care. And when I've yeah. actually started to ask them questions and be curious in this manner, um, I find out they have personal stuff going on at home that have mm-hmm. nothing to do with what we're doing. Um, yeah. but it's affecting it. And, um, how terrible it would be as a leader to come down hard on someone instead of actually investigating and find and be a caring presence for them. Yeah. Um, in that yeah. moment. And what's the risk in investigating? Like, I'm, I think there's something that keeps us from doing that too, even if we want to, a lot of it yeah. for me, is not recognizing it in the moment, you know, just getting caught up in the, um, the emotion, the problem solving, whatever it might be. Mm. But, um, just to, just to put it out there, is there something that you think keeps us from the invest, the investigating part of it? Probably personality driven too. I could see where someone who's, uh, they themselves are more comfortable withholding is not going to be as prone to investigate with someone else. Cause that's not their nature, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. I think a lot of it's personality driven. I know my, my lovely bride is a peacemaker and so yeah. she's not going to investigate cause she's afraid of what's going to be under there. <laughs> like, right. And if you're a peacemaker, you know, like Ken's explained this to me, like, why would you stir it up? You just want to get everything <laughs> Yeah. Like, it belongs under that rug over there. Yeah. Just, just like smooth it out and get it. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Where, <laughs> but they want genuine peace too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. And we all have, um, all of our personalities have healthy way and unhealthy yeah. ways of handling this. So. Yeah. Well, I think yeah. too, with like that personality type where, um, I think they also kind of feel the the waves a little bit more sometimes and in a healthy mm. space, you know, I think, I think they really ha- get a passionate and sometimes press into things out of that peacemaking desire. If they're, yeah. Yep. Yep. So Crystal, what's our hope for today with this? Um, our hope for today is to stop assuming and be better. No, wait, that was the wrong thing. No, what we, <laughs> what we want people to walk away with is that, assuming is human, like assessment making is human, meaning making is human, but to recognize, um, that it's part of everyday life and to recognize where we may be putting meaning making out of our own, um, lack of information instead of making sure and verifying what's going on on the other side of that situation. Yeah. A lot of these are called soft skills that we're going to be discussing. And this is Mm -hmm. another soft skill. Um, doesn't mean it's it, it means it's more fuzzy, right? And so with those things, we we are going to fail. In fact, if you have not checked your assumptions lately, um, mm-hmm. just us talking about it, you're going to become aware of how much assumptions are running your life and it mm-hmm. can be defeating. So we just wanted you to know that, you know, you're going to fail in this. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. but don't get stuck in that. Um, it's so easy to get stuck in our failure, but if failure is a part of success. You cannot succeed without it. Yeah. And this is, um, all these topics we talk about that are relational depend on other people, other humans that are dynamic and 
have all their own stuff. So that's a factor too. Like even if you try a new practice, it doesn't mean it's going to go well completely if someone else is um, involved in it. (laughs) If there's another person involved, there's a whole other factor of how well it will go. But every time you try, every time you recognize, um, except for some, it may even be a win in recognizing the emotion or the, um, the desire to act without verifying and being able to remove themselves for a moment to settle, to recenter, um, so that they come into it a little more calm and, and clear on that. Yeah. And in the beginning, you're learning a new skill, right? And mm-hmm. a lot of times with a new skill, we catch ourselves after the fact, um, after we've assumed and caused an argument <laughs> with someone or after we've cut someone mm-hmm. down when we should have lifted them up. Um, and so don't be afraid to ask people for a do over. Uh, we were talking about that is that you can come back and just say, I'm sorry. I know that's mm-hmm. harder for some of us than others, uh, but I'm sorry. I assumed, can yeah. we talk about this? And ask a question, just try again. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I've, I've found when I ask for a do-over, at least in my relationships that they're close with me, I have not been turned down yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. it, it can, it can, you know, a devolving into a fight can, can all of a sudden squash that and you can start over. Yeah. Yeah. And I think even, um, checking our language. Like I, we didn't talk about this, so I'll throw this in here as kind of a side hope for today and and whatever. But, um, like sometimes our language can sound really assuming, even when we're not trying to be assuming. So I think that's where the, the processor, the, um, the tool of I statements, which makes it more, you're even just recognizing that I'm, I'm filtering this through my filter. Like, I don't really know, instead of saying a fact of like, you did this, I, I know that this is happening and say, say, I, I am afraid when I see this because of this or whatever, like Mm. finding a way to say that, that is recognizing your human limited perspective, but being honest. So yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Um, So we have an actual next step for you Mm -hmm. and that we like to break things down into just a one step, because again, just as Crystal said, we're human. Um, We're not going to go like, Oh, now I'm aware of the problem and I'm fixed. Yeah. Wouldn't that be nice? Oh, that'd be so nice. (laughs) So the actual next step this week is just, just when you feel the assumptions, ask questions, Hmm. just, just ask questions. Yeah. Like anytime you're having that emotion come up with somebody or whatever, like what would be some of the questions, Zach, that people could ask? Cause sometimes that's a, a brain stopper. Like how do I even ask this question? It is. Great question. Um, with Thank the you. question, yeah, avoid the assumptions. Like I've heard it said, like, um, "Oh, you manipulated me, didn't you?" Well, that's not. Mm-hmm. So, would you say that's not going to go well? Yeah. Or okay, how would you reframe that for an actionable step? So you feel like someone's manipulating you. Let's role play a little bit. Like you feel like they're manipulating you into a decision. How would you? ask them about that assumption. I, I repeat back often. I'll repeat back what someone just said to me mm-hmm. uh, when I don't know what to do. I will repeat back what someone just said to me. And okay. then I will ask them, 
what was the goal of that statement? Okay. And I that that can be pretty aggressive to some. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what I've what I've found in those situations is, you know, like I'm a verbal processor, for example. Um, I say a lot of stuff that has not went through my brain. Yet. Sure. Yeah. And sometimes I will make a statement that I mean nothing by it. I haven't mm-hmm. even stopped to think about it. And so when I do not know what to say, I'll repeat back and ask them what the, what were you meaning by that? Right. Which is verifying, like verifying the, the goal of the information kind of bringing out what was your, what my, I have an assumption of why you asked me that, but I'm actually yeah. doing taking a step and trying to verify why did you ask me that to bring truth to the assumption. And I heard you talk about something that we didn't touch on, which yeah. is really valuable that we're this in a healthy way and practiced well, um, can actually be a great benefit to those around you because we often ourselves struggle with, um, being aware of our motivations or yeah. the layers of what, what we're working with. And so when someone asks a question, it actually can be a great gift, especially when they're, they are ready to calmly receive the answer, which is a whole, I mean, that's like 10 podcasts, right? But like, that is a part of this. Like if you're going, um, if you're going to investigate, I think there is a part to be ready to honestly receive someone's humanness and what, what's going on in them without, um, punishing them if you don't like it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of times, especially in that relational, while you're feeling manipulated, you are, you are placing the anxiety from your shoulders back onto their shoulders. And because when I have found, when I repeat back what someone just said to me, that was really rude or manipulative, (laughs) um, Mm -hmm. and then ask them what they meant by that, they get very uncomfortable with it because I, I think a lot of times we're, we're not, like you said, we're not aware of how how terrible that just sounded. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. And I, I do, I think I'm, as I'm, we're talking about this, I'm like, we're yeah. going to have to do a part two podcast to this about being a yes. safe place. Cause like when we start, there's some of it is, you know, if you're working in a task oriented environment or kind of a, a shallow layer team, I shouldn't say shallow, but you know, a certain layer of uh, yeah. relationship, it might just be investigating some simple things, but the deeper you get into a relationship or the closer that relationship, um, or the, the tension at the center of it, there may be some really difficult things that people have to process through. And for us to be a safe place, um, as much as we want to be, that's something I think we have to work to be a safe place. Um, and so yeah. that it may be something we need to dive a little deeper into. No, that's good. That's really good. As you were talking, I was thinking, um, these soft skills, uh, you can be Luke Skywalker or you can be Darth Vader with these uh, <laughs> and your, your intent okay. matters a lot because you can, um, unfortunately or unfortunately, you can have great power in these conversations. Um, yeah. and that is a heavy responsibility. Yeah, for sure. For sure. All right. Well, um, I think that we just totally fixed the problem of assumptions and right. we can Check. move on. <laughs> no, um, we appreciate everyone who listens to this and, and we hope this uh, week you'll take that step and just try out an actionable step and know that there's hope. Um, every time we move forward and try uh, to do this a little bit better, there's hope. Yeah, fail forward, my friend, and have a great week. Thanks for joining us today on the Human Size Podcast. We hope you enjoyed yourself. 
Join us next week when Crystal and Zach talk about how to work on being safe people to talk with. Go have a great week.